Welcome to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Innovative technology simplified with the Encore Systems designers, Jeff Grove and Clark Von Trotha. Here's your host, Luke Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Encore Audio Video Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Anderson. With me, I'm looking at Jeff Grove right there, arms raised in celebration of something, not sure what. It's Thursday. Um, it's Thursday. It's and Thursday. And <laughs> across the room in the other direction is Clark Von Trotha. Clark, how are you doing Great today? to be so, with you. Great to be with you, Luke. Uh, today, we're going to kind of uh, start in the back of the walls and work our way out to the front of the walls and then talk about some new technology, uh, kind of weave our way through some of the latest and greatest in uh, audio video. Um, but where we start is somewhere where uh, the biggest impact will probably be on your wallet. <laughs> We're going to talk about the way that uh, integrated systems, uh, whether it's audio, video, yeah. it's uh, surveillance, it's uh, temperature control, lighting control, all of the things that we talk about very often on these podcasts uh, can not only get you uh, save you time, save you remotes, you don't have to have 12 remotes yes. to do all of these things, but Clark, tell me how we can actually save folks some money yeah. by putting in an integrated system yeah. in their home. Yeah, integrated systems, that's a, a big focus. But right now, you know, uh, um, we talk a lot about how you can save an energy, particularly. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so, um, obviously, you know, a lot of people are familiar with temperature control, being able to regulate temperature, whether you're home or not. Um, but have that tied into other things in the system. So, for example, if you have, we do Hunter Douglas shades. Yep. So, if your house got warm... And you're, you're maybe had the temperature set where you thought you wanted it, but um, it still started to creep up naturally because things got warmer and warmer. You could have the shades drop in a room that gets a lot of sun, um, and that can really help, um, uh, especially uh, if that's, like I said, all tied together so the thermostat and the shades and everything are all talking. Um, another thing you can do that's really interesting in terms of energy management is with lighting. Sure. Uh, and Jeff... Has a deep, deep love of lighting control, but <laughs> but I, what I what I always sort of say in gleaning this to the most simplest aspect is a lot of people don't realize that you can have lights come on at maybe eighty, eighty five percent, and you're not going to notice a difference in actual light in the in the particular space, but that can save you a lot when you're talking lighting loads throughout your entire home, um, and, and how to and more that. to the point with with LED lighting being such a a popular rage right now for a lot of different reasons, energy being a big part of it. Um, most of those lights, even if they're kind of the soft, warm lights, if you turn them on to 100%, they are really bright. Yes. To, to the point of maybe even too bright. So with lighting control product, what we can do is build a threshold on the top side of that that says, you know what, there's really no need to go to 100%. Why don't we dial that back to 90%, maybe even 85% as the top side of that. And that little bit of difference does two things. It controls your energy cost. Um, It also is going to mean that that light that already, that bulb that already lasts a long time compared to the old incandescents and halogens will last even longer. And if you're only at 85%, you drop a contact, and you're like, I can't find it. You have a little way to go up, right? You, can. you, you yeah. If you need for some yeah. reason to flood out of space, which, to your point, Clark, that's not your everyday living right. lighting. But every right. once in a while, you're yep. like, if I could just see a little bit I, more. I'll, I'll use a, a perfect example that I've done in my home where I have LED lights in most all of my rooms. 
And in most cases, when I just go to the, the dimmer in question and, and we say turn that light on physically from that dimmer, it doesn't go above 65% because we don't need it brighter than that. Sure. However, when it's cleaning day, there you go. I have a mode or a scene set up for most of the house that is what I call all on. And it turns everything up to, I think it's either 90 or 95%. Now the house is crazy silly bright. <laughs> Thus, I dropped yeah. my contact and can I find it? So absolutely, you can still get there. It's just a matter of do you need to on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, walking into a room that is too bright just for everyday living versus going, God, I, I, I cannot see under this ledge or whatever it is. Because yep. having those shadows and spots, it creates you want to live in. Yeah, 100%. One of the things that you were saying, uh, Clark, in the middle of that uh, kind of introduction to the idea of this energy savings yeah. is having your systems talk to each other. Your your yeah. temperature dial talk to your blinds. Yeah. Talk to your – on an integrated system, is there any limitation to who who's friends and who's not? Because we've talked about this in the past. You turn on that television and you set it to movie setting. Versus sports setting that talks to your blinds as well and saves you not just energy from a standpoint of of what shows up on your energy bill, but it saves you the energy of trying to remember how you set everything and all of those things, right? Yeah. I mean, automation uh, is not really a term that we use much anymore. It's more integration and and, and, in homes. And and I think um, kind of touching on your point, settings of, of varying devices, you know, if the system is set up properly, hopefully you're not touching it a whole lot. You know, it's set up appropriately for the spaces and you walk away, but it's utilizing um, varying lighting settings. So just in the case of video too, obviously when you turn the lights down and you're watching a television, the brightness of that TV changes dramatically as you control, or if you control the lighting in the room, um, maybe through shades as well or Mm -hmm. other uh, light emission elements. And so part of that experience is to sort of, kind of minimize your, your, your having to kind of get involved in, in, in uh, operation. But in terms of energy management and, and, and really, really kind of touching on that point, I think, you know, one of the nice things about um, energy management is now we deal with homes that have, you know, all kinds of things, heated flooring and all yep. kinds of elements. And so as you get into the home, it, it should work for you in the times you want it to be at that particular um, environment level, whatever that may be, lighting, heating, uh, access to surveillance, all, all these things, but they're all drawing energy constantly. And so having the ability to um, control that in some ways, or, or in some cases, turn it off, yeah. um, is really, really powerful. And the more technological homes get, the more they draw and the more they're using. And so just having as a, a sort of a global comment, having the ability to really control that, turn that off, turn it on, or integrate that with other devices in the house um, ends up saving a lot of energy, um, depending on what it is. So, yeah. yeah so if everything's talking, you turn everything on to clean, yep. you, but when you're not using it, it's smart enough to know what can be off and what correct. needs to stay on saves you even more energy. Yeah, yeah absolutely cool. correct. All right. Uh, one of the other things that we've been talking about feels like more and more often is advancing technology. And one of the things that has been a limitation, and we've, I, I know that we've talked about this, is kind of the shapes and sizes of rooms makes it difficult for audio. But there yeah. seems to be growing solutions even in that area with what we can do using that same integrated technology where you can control sound in a room that might not be set up perfectly for sound. Explain what that means. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of spaces where in the past, you know, maybe uh, there's a pony wall or there, or there's a whole area where there's not a wall. And um, it reacts with sound on that side differently than and then the other opposite wall where there is a wall, you know, so in terms of reflections and how yep. the speaker reacts into the room. And so that really has in some cases limited, well, this would really wouldn't be the ideal spot to put all the audio video or speakers and so forth. Sure. But now there's technology with components that allow us to control that. Um, so we can, we can tell the component, Hey, there isn't a wall there. Or there is, or, or, Hey, this speaker is actually residing in the ceiling or this is, this is how this is uh, going to be set up, and we have mi- and we can set up microphones and do all kinds of things uh, electronically through what's called digital signal processing. I know it's kind of a fancy uh, term, but it allows us to effectively control a lot of those aspects, effectively allowing us to put um, speakers and or systems in rooms that maybe weren't available before. But that's the room that really makes the most sense in the house, um, and rooms have also gotten larger. Yes. There, so they, they, so it's you a watch much bigger HGTV, space. It's like, let's tear this wall out. Right. Where only a third of that space is where you're actually watching, maybe yep. where you're watching the TV, but you're still trying to make it sound really intimate in that space. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's opening up into a much larger area. So yeah, that's, that's one aspect. That's a really big change in that area. And Cal- calibration yeah. is, is the, the simple answer here sure. is, is um, the tools that we have in terms of audio setup today that are quote unquote built in with a lot of the products we sell. Uh, it gives us the ability to make a lot of different speakers work in a lot of different environments. And it's not new technology necessarily. It's the fact that it's integrated technology to go back to what we were talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the idea that, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I'm making an assumption that if you were going to spend the money it took to calibrate sound perfectly to a room, you were better off starting from zero with the room. Movie theaters and of places course. where you were yeah. going to actually have that perfect sound. Yeah, yeah we can make it work in an odd-shaped room, but you're better off just tearing down the room and making the, the room fit. Yeah, in, in a perfect scenario that where we're talking about a, you know, a theater or a media system, yeah, if, if we can control the build of the room then we have to do less of this digital signal processing sure. to fix problems. But with a lot of the, the current kind of open floor plan builds and what people want for the aesthetics, for views and everything else, that's not a reality. Yep. So we have to do this in, in kind of that digital domain to make the fixes for things sonically before it even gets to the room, so the the room becomes less of an equation. And yeah. now, and now that it's integrated, it's almost like the equipment has caught up to the aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, okay. abs- absolutely solutions. correct. Okay. Yeah, and and more of the equipment today, at least the, the the products and brands that we're selling, seem to have more of these features to fix these problems built into them. And then we've purchased the tools on the back end to deploy that calibration. And that is that is kind of one of the points of talking with Encore Audio Video versus just going and getting the equipment yourself is that it can be not only not only does it have the technology, but that technology is optimized uh, with the integration and it's used to make yeah. sure that you get the best out of those features. Because there's a lot yeah. of people that, you know, go and buy the high end stuff, but aren't using, you know, the full the full width and breadth of what it can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not necessarily in some cases spending more it's just 
going with a product that's more designed for that space that's going to be do better in that space. And then we can take advantage of it even further with TSP. There's also a factor, too, on decor. Well, yeah. My next question for you, because I know that you wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit today, but if the equipment fits better in the space, you have more options of products, more options of spaces that you can use. But the one thing that, uh, that you guys do, I think, better than anybody is you're a design company for the audio and video, but also for the room right. as much as anything. Clark, I always yeah. love going back to your story where it's, you know, <laughs> you have somebody that's an audiophile or, or, or loves video and they have their little basement dwelling where everything's set up and nobody else wants to go. Part of the reason you work for Encore Audio Video is you want to bring all of that technology in a room that everyone can enjoy. Absolutely. So let's talk about hiding some of those. You have the speaker in the wall and the ceiling and all of that and it's fit right. It's calibrated correctly. How do we make it match the aesthetic that maybe uh, the the other person deciding how a room uh, fits and feels uh, can choose? Yeah, I, th- I think the first ethos that, that Jeff and I always look at in terms of design, and, and particularly in this case of decor, is are, are we actually adding things to the space that seem like they would naturally be there, uh, that naturally would work well with the space in terms of, so for example, an in-ceiling speaker that we put in, we pay attention to how the grill sight line is going to look when light hits that on a matte ceiling because different speakers are going, to, are, are going to look slightly differently in that. Or can the speaker be painted? Can the grill be painted? Some lines they can be, some not. And so taking a lot of that into consideration so that we're, we're actually um, – the end result looks, doesn't look like, oh, that was an afterthought as opposed yeah. to, oh, no, this, <clears throat> this, this was always there and it doesn't seem like anything out of place at all is really our goal. And there are, like you were mentioning earlier, quite a few solutions available now, not just in speakers, but in terms of cabinetry, in terms of television, television mounts, um, that really can can take advantage of the space. But in terms of, uh, outside of just architectural audio, which is in-wall or in-ceiling audio, there's quite a bit in, in terms of companies that we carry. In fact, one really cool one uh, that's here local that's actually owned by... Um, a company that we do a lot of business with, which is Control 4, called Triad. And they make speakers that you can match to different wood finishes, different sizes, depending on, you know, the width or height of a television. Um, so it all kind of seems like one seamless piece, yeah. as opposed to, oh gosh, that's not put in. You don't have to spend a lot of money on cabinetry necessarily, because this was all designed for whatever we're putting in. Yeah. Uh, so we take that into account as well. Well, I think one of the things that you, you always you always tend to lean that direction where it's the invisible making making the audio and the television and all the equipment kind of disappear. But you guys have a pretty cool showroom here. You can also make it look like there mm-hmm. are giant speakers because there are giant speakers. Right. You can take it yeah. if somebody wants to show off the equipment yeah. they have. There's a lot of ways to do that too, right, Jeff? Yes, and part of the advantage of some of the brands we have is, is we can kind of build a hybrid solution there as well. So if somebody really loves the way that this in-room speaker looks for part of the room, but the rest of the room, they just don't want to see stuff. Great. Uh, a lot of those manufacturers make architectural product that we can hide in the walls, in the ceilings. In some cases, those could even be flangeless. So just a grill that literally comes right up to the edge of the sheetrock. In other cases, uh, we have speakers that are now, they look like sheetrock. Yeah. So they can be, when they're painted the same with the rest of the wall, it, it, you can't even tell there's a speaker there. And some of those technologies 
including the invisible speakers, have gotten quite a bit better in the last year or two. So the sonic difference is much closer than it used to be for an invisible speaker versus one that you can see. So in those really formal environments where interior designer, wife, husband, whoever it is, says, I just don't want to see these things in the wall, but I want sound in this room, we have a solution. Yeah. And but you can also have the big the big speaker that's sitting next to the TV. Yeah. That instead of it feeling like a wave of sound, you hide all the speakers behind it, and somebody goes, "That speaker's amazing." Well, that speaker's actually sixteen speakers that you can't see hidden right. all around this right. room. Yeah. So you, you can make it look booming, but make it sound delicate and and nuanced, and all of the things that 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 really enhance the the viewing experience right if you're sitting there watching a movie and you have dolby atmos it's very different than having a giant speaker next to your tv shouting all the sound at you on the same level absolutely yeah i mean let's be honest most most traditional speaker designs are not the prettiest things in the world yep uh there are obviously lots of exceptions to that as well there are some very pretty speakers out there but at the end of the day even in a big theater room do you really want to see a dozen or more boxes all over the place probably not yep so it it's about making um well what like we've said before what do you want your sound to look like yeah and that also beyond just speakers that goes with placement of equipment yeah for sure furniture and and wiring racks and wiring wiring? yeah Yeah, and wiring and really anything worse than seeing you know this great setup and then you're like oh and there's all the wires it takes to put that well, and everyone's had the old story of, you know, what I had in college on cinder blocks or the yep. ugliest scenario you can come up with. Oh, of, my of favorite, equipment. my favorite was the, uh, the tube television sitting on top of the cabinet television that doesn't, doesn't work anymore. There you go. That was my favorite. There you go. So we I, had that more than once. And we can <clears throat> l- listen. I mean, you know, nowadays with, um, homes and especially we touched on it earlier about a lot of spaces being larger, uh, moving equipment out of spaces. Oh, sure. and, and wiring for that and, you know, having it a rack. So that's sitting in a utility closet somewhere. But now we're controlling everything. We don't, you don't need to have access to every little thing in there. Um, especially with the, the propagation of streaming being so strong over the last, you know, really five to 10 years. That has really pushed, you know, that even further. But, you know, furniture is another one. You know, as I touched on, it's not just racks for equipment. You can, you can, we, we, we have a furniture line that helps hide both speakers and equipment yep. in the space and looks really beautiful. Um, so those are all things to consider and talk to us further on, you know, as whatever the space, whatever the space requires. Jeff, you mentioned that television, that uh, technology in speakers has improved over the last couple of years, but there's a big technology improvement coming in television that everybody needs to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> there, there's some new stuff's coming down the pipe with, um, smaller pixels basically that are that are brighter and last longer and all of that and part of the advantage of of that technology is instead of it being a 55 65 75 inch tv um, these will be sold in kind of little packets that you can essentially attach them together in any sort of configuration you want could have a wall back behind a space that in essence can be a television but when it turns off isn't explain that to me when it isn't so it's not going to be a television screen unless it's a television screen 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the theory is that it could be artwork. It could be a nature broadcast. It could be the same color as the wall. It's working at uh, working at the Michael J. Fox blinds uh, from Back to the Future. Uh, we pulled it, them down. It looks like whatever outdoor it, setting. I mean, we're we're talking, you know, probably a, a ways out here, hypothetical. <laughs> but it, sure. it's the stuff that's being kind of talked about um, right now out there, and you're going to see it probably in commercial spaces before you're going to see it in homes, just because of the price points. Yeah. Um, but don't be surprised that if at some point you go to a major theme park or you go to some place like Las Vegas and you start seeing some environments unlike you've seen before that are essentially arrays of uh, images, that's what's going on. Woo. And, and the other and, interesting and, technology yeah, with that say, for- and kind of pushing into that world is integrating sound and picture with panelized video, like what Jeff's getting at, oh, and, and also utilizing, which is really interesting, TV technology kind of goes in, uh, you know, it's sort of like this cyclical thing where, you know, you might have a few years where there's some minor changes and then yeah. there's a major change and then there's a bunch of minor changes and then there's a major change again. We're about to hit another major change in terms of television technologies in both LED and uh, organic LED uh, format television. So without getting too technical in our podcast here, and we usually try to minimize that we just recommend you come in and see us you know definitely as we kind of get into the end of the summer into the fall time frame check with us but we'll have a lot of this newer technology in both those formats to show you and there'll be some size options uh that um very similar to what's available today but there may be some new, newer size solutions both in smaller and larger as well as that as that progresses yeah. Um, but yeah, really exciting and some incredible changes that are quantum changes, not just like, oh, it's a 10% better picture, 50%. No, these are big jumps in both LED and organic LED. Technology. So you're telling me that the 4K television that I have with <laughs> HDR that looks amazing yeah. is going to be... Get ready. It's yeah. going to be old school. Yeah. <laughs> going to be embarrassed it's, to have it soon. It's always crazy. I don't, I don't know about that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's you know technology always always moving forward. Yep. It, it's it, it's not going to change. It's always going to move forward, and so somebody's always going to be innovating the next thing. And from what we can see, this is one of those next things. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at what eight K upgrade everything. We're, we're not really at liberty to get into too much of detail on this, but come see us. And All like right. I said, end of, end of the summer, beginning of fall, I think it's going to be a really great time to check out a lot of this new technology. So what you calls. gentlemen are saying is stay tuned to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. More to <laughs> yeah, come. More to Future come. Future episodes, we'll delve into this uh, to top yeah. secret technology. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions about how you can save energy by integrating your systems, how you can improve the sound in those spaces where it felt like you couldn't before hiding equipment uh displaying equipment in a really cool way any of those questions or you just want to get that beat on future technology the place to go is on Colorado video is on the corner of 14th and Everett in the pearl district right here in beautiful downtown portland oregon uh and these are the guys to talk to jeff clark thanks yeah. as always thanks, thanks sir Absolutely. Uh, listen for more episodes of the encore Audio podcast coming soon to odyssey and elsewhere thanks
Thank you for listening to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. If you have questions about today's topic or to schedule your free consultation with Jeff and Clark, go to EncoreAudioVideo.com.